Loving us back from a long hiatus. Yeah, I uh, forgot that I was going to see Joel McHale, so that messed stuff up. Then Wes had his uh, draft party slash birthday, draft blowout birthday party. Yeah, yep. it was a good time. Man. Things going on. Uh, anyway, this is our back to school episode. <laughs> <laughs> back to basics. I want to talk about. So the other night, I just get right into it. Uh, I watched Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> And I did it on a whim because I, I hooked up my fire stick not too long ago. And you got the fire stick. It'll say, hey, movies for you to watch next. I don't know how it chooses them. It just kind of does. So I was scrolling through it, and I was like, oh, Little Shop of Horrors. I haven't watched that in a while. And I was like, it's only an hour and a half, so I'll check it out. That movie fucking cooks, man. I, I, I was all the way in the middle with Steve Martin and stuff and in, when he was in The Dentist and Bill Murray. And I thought, I, was, I thought it was like 20 minutes in, and I checked the time. It was like 45 minutes. It was like the movie was halfway over. Oh, that's how you know you got you a good movie on when it's almost over, and you're like, holy shit, I didn't even realize I've been watching it this long. But I, I really laughed at the end because when the plant you know, turns, turns super evil and goes against Rick Moranis, and uh, right before their final battle, he... <laughs> He looks out the window and and sees Audrey in her apartment, and he uses little vine fingers to get the quarter out of the cash cash <laughs> register and use the payphone. Uh-huh. And then when he's done using it, he checks he checks his little vine finger and checks for, for the change. change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love at the end when Rick Moranis electrocutes him, he blows up like the fucking Death Star in the first Star Wars. Oh, I never movie. even like thought about that. Yeah, he just yeah. he just blows up and evaporates. It's just sparks. There's, there's not like there's not like plant debris or like it's because it was full of unleaded fuel. Is that what it was? Or there wasn't know. there wasn't plant brains all over the wall or anything. He just poof just went up in smoke. I, I'm I, I think I'm in awe of the fact that 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 whole concept of that show came from like a shitty b movie that was made like wasn't that with jack nicholson and wasn't the original i have no idea. oh i swear jack nicholson's in one of and it's a black and white one i think it might be the original is a black and white it might be one of jack nicholson's first like first roles god this when you realize how old that fucking dude is and he's still alive he's 80 something yeah old fuckers but uh, the thing about him using that payphone i thought was weird it's like you're in a flower shop that does business you don't have a regular phone you no, can yeah. use? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They answer it at one point in the show. They use it. They, they're using it the whole time when, when the business is booming because, remember, because Audrey 2's in the window. Uh, you just discovered one of those, like, we made this up just to do this. And I'm like, well, no wonder your business was going under. You split, You spent half your overhead using that you, payphone. You have to know that when they were filming it, like, checking for the change in the little slot, I guarantee that was not something they wrote into it. They were oh, like, wouldn't this should be hilarious? Let's, let's, have, let, let's have them check for the quarter. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I funny. love that too. It's like, what are you gonna do with that quarter? Or what if like the puppeteer just did it and everybody was like, "Oh, this was it amazing." It could, it could have been. That's yeah. actually something we should look up. That could have been. That's that's how somebody moved up in the world at Jim Henson's workshop. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, you're that guy that improvised the 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 plant checking for the change in the payphone." Yeah. That's me. You're going places, buddy. You want a full time job at Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah, children's television workshop. <laughs> Executive 
today. I hated Sesame Street when I was a kid. Did oh, you I loved like it? it? When I was a kid, yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I hated it. But that might have been, well, you watch the same stuff I did. That, that might have been because I was watching Die Hard and all the action movies and stuff. So Sesame, I was watching the same shit, That's too, what I though. mean. So Sesame Street was, but you always liked the Muppets and all those kind of things. I did, and, uh, I did, yeah. yeah. I never was a big fan of any of it. Uh, maybe because you realized you weren't ever going to be taller than any of them. Oh, <laughs> it's a cheap, short joke. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm never going to be taller than Kermit the Frog, so fuck him. Wait, what is that, that, that? That was what I was thinking when I was seven. Right. Yeah. That's what was it on Community. It's like, oh, it looks like something. Somebody changed the channel to USA because we just got a burn notice. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> you would you could argue though if you could argue I must have been mature for my age to think that way when I was seven. Though. No, here's the, not even asshole thought, but you could think I was pretty mature for seven years old to go fuck Kermit no, the Frog. I'll never be taller than him. Well, some. <laughs> Most kids don't think that way. It's something I've never understood about, like me, or I mean, you would fit into that, and like our friend Travis and stuff would definitely would fit into it. Is it, it is the age in which we started watching like movies that I would consider to be way too mature or beyond the comprehension of most kids at that age. Uh, that that's something I've always been like, like I, I thought was weird about us. Like, I mean, I remember being you know a young kid and being like, fuck yeah, let's watch Goodfellas. While all the other kids are like, no, we're gonna watch The Flash on our, TV. Our friend Adam was that way. His parents didn't let him watch any of that stuff. There was movies he hadn't watched till just years ago. Like, well, I, I get if your parents I don't, think don't ever, let you. You've never seen like Die Hard or The Godfathers I'm or anything. S- I'm saying the fact that we were at a young age where we watched stuff that most kids like, like kids now. Even if I let them watch it, they'd be like, I'm not watching The Godfather really? at a 11. Yeah. And I'm like, I watched this shit like five, you know, like, and I <laughs> thought it was awesome, you know? At five? No, I was a little kid. I got exposed to all that shit early oh, on. Oh, I'm sure, but I don't know how you think The Godfather's awesome Oh, no, five. I, dude, I was super weird when I was a kid. Like, I was really, in, like... Oh, I like, don't doubt that. Like, kids were... <laughs> Kids were in like you know afraid of horror movies. I wasn't, and I loved watching them. But I I loved watching shit like that. Like I watched serious movies and all that. And I think it was because of my stepdad, because that dude used to watch like just all the fucking shit that was on TBS and stuff. And oh, I got exposed yeah. to nothing but like westerns, which seemed, uh, which all seemed to be the most they, depressing goddamn oh, shows. They, my my grandpa, uh, my grandpa Dugan, my dad's dad, he. He loved westerns. Every time I'd go over there to spend time with him, and he was an old military guy. He was he was a boxer in the military. I think he might have been a drill sergeant until he retired from the military. He still was one of those old guys that was like this guy's clearly like seventy years old, but he puts like shoe polish in his hair because his hair was like jet black and wet Jesus. every day. He wore like thick frame like black glasses, and there was all these boxing photos of him all around the house. Was it old timey with his hands oh, all curled yeah, up? Yeah, and yeah, stuff? Well, yeah, yeah. Not, not not like a not like turn of the century, like like a curly mustache but definitely like i'm wearing a wife beater and you know what i mean oh, yeah. and, you know and stuff but all you ever all it ever was was westerns on no. all, the whole day oh yeah that's the way it was my grandpa my stepdad was the same way and that those things be... were fucking always serious and fucking oh, dramatic over dramatic and that's why i think maybe i just got exposed to it early on that's why that kind of shit never like phased me in terms of being bored. Do you think bored? that's a machismo thing for those guys back then? Because those westerns are always so... None of the guys in there were... No, that's all they made back then when they were growing up. Is that what up. it was? And yeah. that, was the, that was like once the... Because like, like, they're all rough and rugged, I, you know? I, I, have like, I, been, don't, I don't take any shit and I'll shoot you in the streets. Be, that might be part of why they like them, mm. but there's been... I've been on like this trek of like movie history and all this other stuff and like... Because there's these videos like you can watch on YouTube uh, that are taught by uh, some film class from uh, MIT... And I've been watching that kind of stuff, 
And uh, some of the stuff I was talking about, like you, th- that's what like what ended up happening with the entire movie industry. Westerns became the Marvel movies of the time, and they just, that's all they made, like nothing else, because that's what everybody went and seen. Yeah. And it might be the machismo factor that caused people to go see that shit. That could but, be. Yeah. I mean, I also think that's that's all there was. That's why my, my, my I believe that my fucking grandpa to the day he died. Anytime I went over there, man. He would be like, hey, I need you to fix my TV or whatever. And he's like, eh, the Western channel's not working. You know, And that's what it would be. I'd go over there. So he'd be watching nothing but fucking shitty Charles Bronson Westerns and shit. When my grandpa died, my grandpa Dugan, that same guy, he, I inherited – the only thing I got from him was a treasure trove of VHS pornography. I mean it was like mm-hmm. a giant box of just VHS tapes that he must have just – he must have been going to like Priscilla's and buying one a week or something. And then I got, I got it. I don't know how I got it. I think they were just like take what you want and I just found it and took it. I don't even think they knew it was there. My dad – me and my <laughs> dad there and I, I think I just grabbed it and, and, and then just put it away. Had you seen – But, I, 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 but I, I was giving tapes to friends. I had so many tapes. So you were, that, you were old enough to know what I was, was like going. 17. Okay, I was a young kid. I wasn't even. I I don't know how old I was. It had to been like fifth or sixth grade. The first time I ever got exposed to like porn, because like I didn't know, like I didn't know the concept. I had been exposed to porn before, obviously. Well, no, like at this point, like you know, I knew there were naked chicks and stuff like that, but I had never been exposed to the concept of people actually fucking and making videos at at whatever point this was in my life. (laughs) And I was going through like this cabinet type thing that my grandma had because I was looking for something. I don't remember what it was, and I found these videotapes, and I was like, "What the fuck are these?" And I put them in. And it was easily one of the greatest discoveries of my life because they were all like fucking like old school Ron Jeremy porns and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I took them. I was like, oh, I'm taking these home. These are mine. And I took them home. Man, it was about a year later. My grandpa called me one day and he was like, hey, uh, do you did you find some tapes in my closet or whatever? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? He goes, look, I'm not going to be mad at you if you got them. He goes, I just need to know where they are. He goes, I don't want your grandma to find them. And I was like. Uh, nope, don't have them. Oh, I had all them motherfuckers. I was like, I ain't telling him. You lied, he, yeah. he might be like, I want them back. I'm like, yeah. these are mine. <laughs> yeah, I was handing them out to my friends and stuff. I might have been actually might have been younger than that because we knew we knew each other at that age, and I don't remember giving you anything. Maybe I did. I, don't I didn't know. need them. I had. I had. Maybe like, you already had your, grand, your grandpa's collection. I had, uh, that, Maybe uh, that was a conversation we I had, had. I had good internet back then. Maybe that's what brought had. us together. Maybe we had a mutual pervert, you know, grandpa pervert thing going on. No, it was weed. Oh, it was what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely weed. It's weird that it's weed that brought us together, and now neither one of us smoke. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, I want to, but uh, I, uh, you know, I don't want to smoke. That's the thing. That's what's awesome about it today. It's like I want to get high, but I don't have to smoke it because I don't like the smoking part of it because of my lungs. Uh, but now it's like shit. You can go find people who just cook it up in some fucking food for you or whatever. You know. So, oh my! My cousin was in but town, I, but I still won't do it. My cousin was in town. My older cousin. He was in town for the for my uncle's funeral this week, this past week, and he was talking to me about how he's got some edibles at the house. He hasn't, but he's never done them yet, and he's he's unsure, you know, about them. And I was telling him, I was like, from what I know, I don't take them, but from my the stuff my friends have done. They're pre- some of them can be pretty strong, so you only probably want to take like half a gummy yeah, or that's something. A, that's like when you told me about that, and then uh, what I realized was is that like I looked up some stuff because I was bored, 
And the average joint has, I think they said like 45 grams of THC, but like the average gummy has 90 plus in it. So if you eat a whole fucking gummy, it's like smoking two plus joints. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, a couple years ago at our fantasy football draft party, you know, a lot of people come over for it and someone had some edibles and was handing them out to people and it it all hit these guys at the same time. They all – it was like 11.30. Everybody was playing the, uh, the, the LCR dice game, and, and all of a sudden I looked around the room, and all the people that took edibles were just like stoned out of, out of nowhere. I mean their eyes were all <laughs> glossy. They all got real quiet. You could just tell they were like, oh, man, I am feeling it. It was weird. <laughs> anyway. Sounds well, like good times to me. Little, little shop of horrors all the way <laughs> – all yeah. the way into weed talk. Yeah. Plants making a full circle in that <laughs> oh, conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Uh, I don't know. Um, I do have uh, a sponsor for this week's episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let's, well, this show's brought to you by... <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming at you live December 24th, 2021. One nine only via pay-per-view. The one, the only, for... Oh, he got those magic legs. Those magic legs. He got those magic legs. Those magic legs. Look tiny. Look tiny. Look tiny. Damn. And if you pre-order in the next ten minutes, you'll get a free download of his yet-to-be-released newest single, which you're about to get the world premiere sneak preview right now. Her name was Jenna. <laughs> she was my life. She was my wife. I miss her a bunch. I love her so much. We're saying commercials. <laughs> so it's Forrest Gump's new album? Oh, yeah. It's always live in concert. Christmas Eve, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, the gift that keeps on giving, right? <laughs> Holy shit. That shit. That sounds fire, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So is Lieutenant Dan, is he a rapper? Is he like a featured rapper on that album? No, I have no idea. I haven't heard the stuff. I just got the commercial and was asked to play it. Oh, really? How much did we get paid for that spot? <laughs> Nothing. Wow. What a great sponsor. I can't wait for your album, Forrest. <laughs> I, I had so many more things I wanted to do with it, and like I couldn't get it to sound right. I was just like, well, it is what it is. So I just gave it. Uh, I just put it on here. It was good. I like it. I'm looking forward to that album. I had like I had other stuff I wanted to do where I wanted to have like another like I wanted the commercial to go further where it talked about like the opening band, and I wanted the opening band to be a a reggae band that only covers Rob Zombie songs, and it was going to be called Dreadlocks and Dead People. Uh, and I, I but because like forever I've had in my head like some of his songs, I was like this shit would be awesome as a fucking cover band shit. At first, I didn't know what it was when it started playing. I was like, wait, is is it is it a Forrest Gump album? I thought it was going to turn into like one of those uh, music festival things like Saturday Saturday Night Live used to do and oh, they'd yeah. be like and they'd be like uh, and, and up after that is Slipknot with OJ Simpson you know and but no it's just a full on Forrest Gump album yeah. well I'm looking forward to it all right. So anyway, so what's what what's after the break? What's, I, after, what's after the sponsor? I, 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 what do you got? I, I don't know. Didn't you want to talk about getting old? <laughs> getting old. Oh, I got another getting old thing. So I don't know if you've done this, but I've caught myself a couple times now doing this when I'm cleaning up around the house. And you ever grab things around the house as you're cleaning up, stuff that you need, the stuff you want to keep, 
and your trash is in the other hand, and you find yourself throwing it all away. <laughs> like that- like silverware and bowls. Like I was like, no wonder I'm missing silverware because I caught myself throwing two forks away the other day. Like I threw I threw like a, a pizza box away and something else, and I just threw the forks in right after. And I was like, no shit. I'd like to say that's a getting old thing, but that is some shit that I've done like multiple times Since throughout you were young? my whole yeah. life. <laughs> I was like, no wonder I'm missing stuff all the time. I, I would chalk that up to the same experience of putting the milk in the cabinet and the cereal in the refrigerator. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, like it's the same category of like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Like the other day, I had a we got a, I got a new credit card at work and I cut up the old one. Well, we have like shred bins for like uh, that we send out like our prescriptions in so they can be shredded and legally taken care of. So I was gonna go throw the credit card stuff in there. I <laughs> sure shit. I walked right out of my room, first trash can I saw, just threw my fucking credit card stuff like that I had chopped up all in that fucking. Oh thing. really? And then I spent the next ten minutes digging it out. Digging so like, out of the trash. Fucking yeah! I was so mad. I was like fucking stupid. I've got a story about trash digging that that was is gross, <laughs> but it had to be done. Um, when I used to visit my dad in Georgia, my friend Wendell down there, we'd always go to his house. Mr. Wendell? Yeah, Mr. Wendell. <laughs> he was an old black guy, and, and he, was, he, had, he had glaucoma, and we, we, he just let us play his Nintendo. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so— He was an old bum. Yeah, so anyway, so Wendell, he had, he, had, he had the Nintendo. He had all the games. I mean, I had one too, but we just played his because we'd always hang out at his house, and he had the power glove and everything. Well— I think we were going to have like a Nintendo party somewhere when I was down there, and so he was going to bring his over to my place, and I was with him, and for some reason, he put his all his Nintendo stuff in a black trash bag. Well, beknownst to him, his mom, because like down in Georgia or something. Oh, you were asking for trouble there. Yeah, and his, down in Georgia where they were at, I mean it was really country. There was like a trash place you would go to, to like, like a big giant dumpster thing. You would throw it in, and – and uh, and so his mom grabbed that bag and put it in there and threw his Nintendo in the trash. Wow! And so when we got to my place. The you know we we're like, oh, where's it at? And she was like, oh, I must have thrown it away. So we all had to have, drive back to that giant dumpster thing and hop in there and start going through trash bags. It was so fucking gross, man. It smelled <laughs> so bad. And we found we found it within the first fifteen minutes, but. Digging through a giant dumpster that big, I mean, we're, you know, this dumpster could probably hold 40 people. You know, it's one of these big, long things. And just going through it, I mean, it was horrific. What's going through my head And I was like 10. When you were talking about, like, you have to take your trash to this place and put it in there, like, I'm like, man. Like, I, I was thinking about, like judging them like well you fucking peasants you have to take your own trash to the fucking dump i don't know what it was and for some reason you know back then i didn't question stuff like that now being you know being you know (laughs) that sounds ridiculous yeah you know being a 40 year old senate you know i'd I'd be like what you take your own trash where what the kind of city is this no i have a guy you don't have money for a fucking trash truck that's ridiculous first first world pick up your own trash city You losers. Yeah. What do I pay taxes for? For the sheriff to come around and spit tobacco on my boots? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm getting old. Yeah. Those are getting old segments. Huh? I don't even remember what the fuck the getting old part it was, was. It was throwing things in the trash. Yeah, okay. Somehow I told that, oh, ni- yeah. I told oh, yeah. that Nintendo story. Yeah, I'm getting old. I forgot about it. Yeah, we already forgot about it. setting in. You want to go to the news? Sure. All right. Just when you think you've heard it all. Or seen it all. You ain't heard nothing till you've heard American Zero current events. Okay. 
Uh, so you got some wild ones today. I, I don't know how many people remember Dwayne the, do- the Dog Ch- Chapman from, you know, Dog Everybody the Bounty Hunter. Everybody remembers Dog the Bounty but Hunter. Does everybody remember how he was a racist asshole? Because uh, I never knew. He doesn't seem to but think so. But it doesn't so. surprise me. Be, like, no. if, it, if it came over the news and then you saw a breaking bulletin in, like, red, and you're thinking, oh, shit, did a... Did a plane crash? What happened? And it said, Dog the Bounty Hunter, racist. You'd be like, I don't think that's breaking. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, he got caught on a, like on a, uh, on a recorded phone call saying the N-word a million times. And uh, he was referring to his, like one of his family members being with somebody who was black. And so he was recently in an interview with uh, Fox News, of all networks, because that's where you go to let everybody know you're not a racist. Uh, Fox News. Oh, sure. <laughs> And so he says, I thought I had a pass. Because all, all the black people that you need to relieve, you know what I mean, to, to give them some sort of peace of mind, are, are, are tuning yes. in to Tucker Carlson every night. He was quoted as saying, I thought I had a pass in the black tribe to use the N-word, kind of like Eminem. When he was asked what? who gave what? him the pass, hang on, when he was asked who gave him the pass to use the N-word, his response was, it was the brothers. <laughs> I was like, just like so, all, all of them. <laughs> I, I was just like, so you responded to using racist terms by being racist. I mean, kind of, you know. I, I, mean, I, I get what he's saying, but like, it's just. I like, first of all, why does he think he's in the same camp with Eminem? Because they both have bleach blonde hair. Uh, well, be, no, because he feels that Eminem has a past to use the N word. But the thing is, has Eminem ever no, used the N word? No, he doesn't. He's he's been on record saying he doesn't use it. Yeah, ever. That's, that's why I was kind of confused. I was like, no, he doesn't have the past. Nobody does. That's not a thing. <laughs> I like how he says the brothers, and they're like, "What brothers?" And he doubles down. He's yeah, like, "The Smothers he's like, brothers." He's like the Washington brothers, the black brothers down the street from me yeah. that nobody knows. Yeah, some, some just random people down the street. He's like, "I went to my neighbor and asked." And he said, "Yeah, that's cool. That's I, you know, you're good, Dwayne." Yeah, he's the one all be all who speaks for all black people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some other news to, uh, here. I'm not even going to read this, but basically, what it is is that the uh, you know we wait. I want I want to stop real quick. Don't you like it about? People like Dog and all these guys. There's all these white people around that are like, I'm not, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Uh, this and that. And then once a family member marries a black person, that's when the racism comes out. So like, you're not a racist as long as there's not a black person in your family. That's what triggers your racism. Like, no, you're you've been a racist all along. Oh, that's like, man, go back to like my stepdad. Like when I was a kid, couldn't like called black people the N word regularly. Didn't like the idea of black people dating white women, yet he was the darkest Mexican I ever met in my life, married to a white woman. Best friend on earth, black guy. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm just, I, like, I, my, gro- my m- m- growing up for me was bewildering because of the immense amount of racism that circulated within my family. And I don't just mean my stepdad. I mean, like, even on my mom's side of the family and all that stuff. And it was just bizarre for me considering I'm brown and half my family is black. Mm. And, it, you know, it was one of those situations where you're like, you guys are racist, but somehow you accept all them even though they're black, which made no sense to me. But, like, it, it's one of those things as an adult I realized they never thought of them as being black. Like, it, they, like that's not black. Those other guys are black. You know what's funny is I was thinking about this the other day that, you know, doing our fantasy football league and we were, you know, we're all sitting in a in a circle around the draft board and on our big table with all of our notes. And I was looking around. I was like, the only two guys I think in that there's only three guys in our league that are full white and the rest of them are in, they're Native American 
or part Native American or part Mexican, you know, Obama's Peruvian, you know, but (laughs) but it's weird, but I don't ever, you know, and be honest with you, I never even think about it like that. Like every weekend I hang out. With you, you're half Mexican. I hang out with Steve. Dude, I'm not even half. I'm only I hang a quarter. Out with Stevie's half My Mexican. wife is more Mexican than me. White I, as shit, though. Yeah, and I go, you know, and uh, and you know, and then I go over to uh, you know our friend Robin and Adam's house every weekend, and they're all Native American, full blooded Native American. You know, I mean, it's and I never think of it like it's that. You're a dying breed, my friend. Am I? <laughs> I guess. Man, I don't know. I guess so. Good. Hey, I, all, honestly, what I'm looking for is praise. This is what I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> being white, being a full white non-racist. <laughs> yeah, one day. That might be an actual thing. You never know. <laughs> you get a tro- You win a fucking Pulitzer for put being my the pictures, only white guy. Put my picture somewhere, man. Get a Nobel I'll, Prize too. I'll be in the the, the race building. You know, I'll be like, one of the first ones in the hallway. You know what I mean? Remember this guy. I, I imagine like you'll, if you live to be like 109, there'll be a fucking news article about you. How last ra- non-racist white guy dies. <laughs> Full-blooded, excuse me, full-blooded, non-racist white guy. <laughs> um, so I got this other news story. I'm not really going to get read it because it's – I mean I've read – I've heard news about it. But basically we you know, we left Afghanistan and we left helicopters and all kinds of other like arsenal-type things there. But as protocol, we disabled all these and took out anything worth worth – you know, like if they could, like you know, reverse engineered or anything like that. We Motherboards could, and yeah, things. Yeah, we yeah. get rid of it. We destroy it. We do everything like that. And apparently, the Taliban is pissed off at us because <laughs> they feel betrayed. You didn't leave us anything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they fi- they've used the words they feel betrayed because they thought that we were going to leave things like their our helicopters for them to be able to use to police the people there. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, you do realize we've been fighting you for, like, 20 fucking years actively there. Yeah. And then 20 plus years just globally. They're like, that's um, it. You don't leave us anything. Yeah. I, I just, I don't understand. I, I guess I don't understand, like, how any of them could have thought the Americans were going to leave We're going to leave us. you a bunch of stuff so you can go door to door and kidnap and execute yeah, people yeah, yeah. to help you do those things. Yes, yeah, we want to help that's you. That's what yes. we're going to do. Yeah. The, the stupidity of that is just... It's beyond like anything I, I I can understand. Also, didn't they ever learn anything from from thirty or forty years ago in the Cold War when we just kind of pick up we picked up and left before? <laughs> yeah, we gave them a thumbs up. Good job, buddies. Yeah, see you later. See you later. We're taking all of our stuff too. You no, know, they went to Taliban then, though. That's true. They became the Taliban because Afterwards, we said yeah, see you later. Yeah, so, so uh, other news I got. They want their repar- <laughs> reparations. <laughs> In Bangkok, Thailand, a field hospital was raided after reports of COVID patients doing drugs and having group sex. So the basically what happened is that, like I said, it's a field hospital, and the police raided it because they were having orgies that were going on for sometimes days at a time. Uh, I'm I I, I I I have not had COVID. But they all had, but they all, but all these people had COVID. They were all quarantined. They, yeah, together. they were. In a, yeah, that was what the field hospital was for is for them all to be in there. And 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 I get that part of it. Like you know, well, we're all here, so you know, who cares about interacting with each other and all that kind of stuff? But I have not had COVID. You have, and and I and some and just in a little bit of experience I've had with the people who have had it is fucking really something that's on your mind. And nothing was on my mind but trying to sleep. That's all. All it was. I couldn't. I didn't do. I, you know. I'm. I'm. One of my buddies asked me when I had it. He was like, "How many times did you beat off while you had COVID?" And I was like, "Never." I was like, yeah. I, "I could. I could barely get up to go get a Gatorade out of the fridge. I didn't have any energy to beat off." That made me think about like there was a thing on Twitter, Twitter, um, uh, Reddit the other day where somebody posted this thing about the you know like saying why they're not getting a vaccine and they were saying how their friend. 
was uh, they got the vaccine. And then they had, you know, and they named like 200 symptoms. They had diarrhea. They had this. They had cramping. They had blood. Da, 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 da. And in the middle of all these things that the that the vaccine gave them was they had blood in their semen. And then like everybody was pointing out. So this guy would felt like he was dying, but still was like, eh, I got to beat off. And it's like bullshit. I I I I would like to be a fly on the wall in that field hospital for the guy who, uh, you know, who kind of started that whole thing. It's like, hey, if anybody's up to it, you want to have an orgy? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like the illegal drugs were never found, but they did. Uh, so do you think a guy was like laying on his gurney and he was like, uh, I'll do it? Then he was, <laughs> and the guy was like. Any women want to have an orgy? <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of – it's one of those training capitals of the world, I guess. Or, oh, yeah? Or transsexual uh, capitals, I guess. Yeah. I, like, so I don't know. But like, I guess when they raided it, they didn't find any illegal drugs. They found 23 cartons of cigarettes and electronic cigarettes, and uh, those weren't supposed to be there either. But I guess the reason like it became an issue is because the orgies were getting out of hand, and there was fighting going on, and people were getting hurt with the fighting. And I'm still just trying to figure out, like, all these people had COVID, but they have the energy to fuck and kick each other's asses. So I'm just like, like I don't know. Not I, a priority on I, my mind. I'll tell you what, when I had it, and I know it affects everybody differently. Some people barely felt anything. Some people were laid out like me. Some worse. I would never wanted to – I didn't want to do anything but just lay on the couch and just and just sit there and try to get as much sleep as I could. I watched think, – I think I watched, like – four seasons of american dad hmm. and that was mainly because i just put it on and it just played i mean it was it was where i was like going in and out of sleep you know and i'd wake up and like four episodes had passed but i never rewound i just kept it going because i didn't want to change the remote or anything oh see like like some of the people i know like one of the other people i know said they felt like shit they thought there was a brief period where they're like holy fuck is this do i need to go to the hospital and then they coughed up what they described what sounded like to me like cement glue is like they said there was so much like shit in their lungs oh, and really? stuff. And, but like they talked about like how their kidneys hurt so bad that like that was the moment where they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? I just I, I just felt like I had the super flu. I was super fatigued. You know, it was hard for me to get up and walk around. But I never felt like I needed to go to the hospital or I was gonna die or anything. But I didn't have that I didn't have that bad of a cough either. But the only thing that hurt on me is my hamstrings and my butt and lower back just got super sore. Like like I had done a thousand squats in a day, you know? That it was weird. It was on I had to sleep with my legs like propped up. I had to Jesus. I had to use like two comforters and like ball them up in like a boulder kind of thing and like prop my leg like like if I was sitting on a chair, but I was on my sitting on a chair on my back. That's how I had to have it because my back and ass was so sore. God, I just hope I never get it. And it I felt terrible. that. And I felt that way after I got my first vaccine shot. Like I started to get the same symptoms again, but it only lasted for a few hours. But the, and it, on my second shot, I felt nothing. I got a little tired, and that was it. What, what did you get? The Pfizer. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm curious about like you know because they said like people who who had COVID have worse reactions to the shot. So what I'm curious about is that I'm going to get the booster when they do it. And what I'm curious about is how that will affect me because I had very – you know, I felt kind of shitty on my second shot. But what I wonder about is since I've been vaccinated, I know for a fact I've been exposed uh, more than once. And that's why I'm like curious like, well, if I go get the third one, am I going to feel like shit on this one? Uh, but eh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm getting the shit. So. How soon after? How soon after do you have to get the booster – does it matter? Uh, well, they were saying people. I think like because they're saying I think eight months is what they were saying. Oh, really? For the booster, and right now the only booster, based on the information I have at the time, 
is that like Moderna isn't getting okayed for a booster. Pfizer's the only one that's getting okayed for it. And that might have something to do with the fact that Moderna is showing like longer, like it works longer and that kind of stuff. But uh, they were saying like the first people who got vaccinated are going to be eligible, which I was one of them. So I, uh, they told me when I went and got mine, I asked them what the side effects were and they said it seemed to be the people who actually had COVID felt sicker than mm-hmm. the people when they got their vaccine than people who didn't. Well, I, was like, I, oh, I was like, that's weird. I figured maybe if I had antibodies built up from having COVID, I wouldn't feel the effects of the vaccine. But apparently it's But maybe it's the that's opposite. why they did, because your body had, had shit in the system already. And it was like, oh, what's my this? armpit? My arm my, got really sore. A lot of people said my arm that, fucking hurt like sh- like crazy. someone slugged the hell out of me. Yeah. But then it but then my armpit got sorry, my armpit got really sore. And I told on the second shot, the guy asked me, Do you have any side effects on the first one? I told him. He was like, Yeah, that's probably your lymph nodes getting all he said, getting all mad at you because you put something in there they didn't like. So that's probably – he's like, but don't worry about it. It happens. I was like, okay. My face went numb. The, oh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just nuts. But then my mom was like, did your face go numb? I was like, oh, I thought it was just crazy. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's why I wondered like, man, if I get a third one, what the hell is going to You showed happen? up to work with like sloth. Everybody was like, oh, that's that guy from Goonies. It's like, no, that's Murray. He just got his vaccine. Man, it's possible. <laughs> You never okay, know. Okay. So what a blow off! All right. <laughs> I, well, it's because I got nothing. I got nothing for right, you. Right. Uh, we go to the issues. Oh sure. I'm angry. I'm so mad at a bunch of stuff. Mama didn't love me enough. I'm angry. With side issues. Well, my first main issue is I'm so sick of Jeopardy. I, I'm so sick of it. I just Can you just find a host? It, anybody will do. This thing, this, this Jeopardy host shit is so out of control. You heard about the, uh, like the producer's name, and he, he, they couldn't find a host, and then he named himself the host. Yes. And then a person from The Ringer did a deep dive on him and, read an art, and, and wrote a thorough, like, real – journalistic like is that a word journalistic or yes i believe so (laughs) article like got all the facts right did all the calls made all the calls listened to all these old podcasts that that guy had made back in the day where he was saying a lot of inappropriate things especially about race and like making fun of paralyzed people and stuff and and basically outed him and then so then he stepped down from the host and then the studio ended up firing him but he basically he was running the show he jumped through all these hoops. Yeah, because he, he was the producer named, for Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Also, yeah. And then he named himself the host. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Why? You went through all – you know what I mean? I, and I don't – I just don't – I just want to point I out – I understand a lot of people like Jeopardy. Uh, well, Jeopardy's a huge no, wait, game show. Who? Why? Because uh, let's be real. It, it, 90% of the people watching that goddamn show is just like what you always say about Big Bang Theory. It, it, there's no fucking way they understand anything going on. They don't understand. I mean, they, they get the question and answer side of it. I'm talking about they ain't answering the questions. Well, I think it's 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 so popular because it's one of those easy shows. I mean, it, I mean, if you're you know if you're an intelligent person, like I'm not, I'm you know I'm not good at it. I don't, I can't, I don't know anything. You know, but 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 it's an easy show for people to play along with. Yeah, but the but thing it's is, a huge game show and it rakes in a lot of money. But that's my whole point is for the masses to be watching this show. Let's be real. As we've learned in the last few years, 100%, the masses are not smart. Maybe I am naive to the – maybe I was naive to the popularity of it because after I started reading some things and watching the news about it, 
and uh, re- and realizing how massive it really was. Because I kind of I just, I must have just took take that for granted. I had no idea it was as big as it was. I just thought, oh hey, it's Jeopardy. It's been around all the time. Uh, my stepdad used to watch it religiously, and it, I was always so befuddled because he would watch it and get all these questions right, and I'm like, why are you unemployed and laying on the couch? And think plumbers don't make any good money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who told me he's like maybe you can be a plumber? And my mom's like, well, just because I got an F in keyboarding, you know, and, and that's because I never went to class because I hated it. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, well, maybe he can be a plumber. And my mom's like, uh, plumbers make good money. You should probably choose a different pre- uh, profession, a like fry cook, like you know, <laughs> like a you know, yeah, fry cook or yeah, the guy at Denny's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, my, it, you know, the thing is, though, it is like his Will of Fortune super popular, too. And and I'm e- it's easier for me to grasp how people can watch that show, because guessing a phrase on TV is, you know, I mean, what you're seeing in front of you is completely different than answering the trivia shit that shows up on Jeopardy. And maybe it's just some like I'm a fucking moron. So I'm just trying to just like project my stupidity on the rest of everybody watching the show. But I'd be willing, I'd be willing to bet that a large portion of the, of the population watching that show never gets a single goddamn question. Right. Although it's highly possible that the entire audience watching that show are smart people. And that might be the thing. Cause really if they are super smart people and are answering all the fucking questions on that show, what the fuck else is there for them to watch? Everything else is just like TV. And that's pretty much about it. I just, I'm like, I think you can find anybody to do it. I, I think once you put somebody on there and they're on there enough, you get used to it. It's just like any other show, anybody that's been replaced in a TV show or a game show. You know, was everybody when they watched Family Feud back in the day and they, Richard Dawson used to kiss all the women on the lips when he finally <laughs> left the show? Did they say to go oh, host the Running Man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were like, <laughs> they were like, where's Dawson and kissing inappropriately kissing all the women? Actually, By the way, actually, no, people were upset when he left the show because that's what they were worried about. When he left the show, they were worried that like the, the ratings were going to tank. And you know it still did good and come uh, like going on and stuff, but like it, like the the audience that watched that show were the ones who had an issue with it, and then what ended up happening as they moved on with different like guests and hosts and all that stuff, uh, it you know different people started watching. Could you the show. imagine Richard Dawson? Someone like him doing that now in a game show, he'd be hung in the streets. Well, he—that's—that's that's the thing that, like, as the show went on, I guess he had to start like beforehand asking, "Is this okay?" I love the fact though that before he never did; he yeah. just thought it was okay. But no, but they had, chicks. and there was a lot of women on there that when I when I saw the clips, you know, people making fun of it on YouTube and stuff, you know, and you know, because obviously when that was going on, we were either really young or not even alive yet. Yeah, and and. Some of the women seem more than willing. Like they were almost looking forward that, to no, it. No, that's exactly what it was. There, there's a fucking documentary thing or something that I watched about the show because it went through the entire history of all the guests and stuff. I mean, the hosts and stuff. And uh, they talked about like that's one of the things that ended up happening is when Richard Dawson got told don't do that shit no more. The women coming on the show were getting pissed because they were like, no, I thought I was. I want to kiss them. Yeah, no, they they enjoyed it. They wanted it. Uh, it I it fuck different time. I guess I don't know. I I feel like if we all our group of friends. Who are basically, you know, the majority of us are just average looking guys. You know, no one, there's no Clooney's out of all of us no. or anything. But if we were in the 70s, I think, man, a lot of us would be hunks because women were into some dirty looking guys in the 70s. I mean, all the, almost all these guys in the 70s, they all look like there'd be guys that were 29 years old. I thought the dude was 52. Oh, no, that's like, that's always <laughs> bewildering to me because, like, they, like, when, when Brady went to the Super Bowl and, you know, when he was the oldest guy, you know, in the Super Bowl yeah, ever or whatever, 42. Yeah, and they showed the last 
last person who was also 42, but it was like, you know, the birthdays were only like a few like weeks or something like that apart. When they showed him at 42, he looked like my grandpa when he died. Yeah, so I'm, I'm telling you, I, uh, I have a theory and mm. I don't know if I've brought it up on this show, but I started like talking about people who were born like in the late 70s to mid 70s on. I said McDonald's got really huge. Like moving on <laughs> forward there, and I wonder if we're just all full of preservatives. <laughs> maybe, maybe we are. You or, know, I don't... We, or maybe that's about the time frame that everybody realized smoking is terrible. I for think you. that's what it was. I think it was the smoking and the yeah. drinking that made all those guys look hard and oh, rugged. Yeah, it had to be because I mean that's when you could smoke in hospitals and airplanes. You could smoke wherever you want. And smoking was but, considered cool. It wasn't like oh that's nasty. When did that? I want to know when that stopped because I have recently watched every single episode of Seinfeld and Kramer smokes cigars everywhere. Like, except the hospital. It was like the one time on the show they said you can't smoke that here. But everywhere he goes, businesses walks in. No one ever thinks twice about yeah. that idea. And, you know, if you were like, oh, it's a TV show. I was like, yes, but that would not be something they'd be doing on the show more than likely if they didn't think it was just okay to do this shit. And, like, if it was weird to you, like, today it'd be weird to go smoke cigarettes in any business. So no one would ever put that on a fucking show because it's weird to you now. That's that's my thought in, on it. It's just yeah. – I know it's just interesting. We, to we me. were talking about uh, the past few times hanging out about you know Wilford Brimley got brought up. And we were joking around about how there's that there's that thing where Paul Rudd right now is the same age that Wilford Brimley was when he filmed Cocoon, <laughs> and, and it was like you look at Paul Rudd and Wilford Brimley, and yeah. it's like Wilford Brimley. You know, you know, we always talk about Wilford Brimley and Gene Hackman and all these guys. These guys were like born at like sixty years old. <laughs> you know, like they've always looked like they were sixty. No, when he died, I thought Wilford Brimley was the age he died at when he made the thing in Cocoon. Right. I know. I was like, what the fuck? And I think when he made the thing, he was like in his late forties. Yes. Yeah, something like that. And, and I, he looked like he's 70 in the thing. Yeah. No, he played an old retiree in Cocoon and was not. <laughs> yeah, he's like 54. Yeah, yeah I was 54. just like, what the fuck? It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's lots of like I, – I don't know. I, I just – I don't know. It has, to, it has to be, like you said, smoking. It also has to be other things too. Like you I mean, think, but you overall think health is – Hard lifestyle. It's probably before the food pyramid was around, that told, which ended up being bullshit anyway. But, you know, I don't think health was a big thing back then. It's kind of like just do what you want and speaking, live your life. Speaking of the food pyramid, did you see the, the article that came out the other day where nutritionists are pointing out that you'd be better off eating pizza for breakfast than eating cereal? I believe it. Uh, it. No, like a few years ago, John Oliver talked about how the cereal industry was amazing because it convinced people that candy in a bowl is breakfast. Yeah. And – Back, you know, and I I remember cereal being like that kind of stuff when we were a kid, but it's to the point now that they are literally making candy cereal. Like they're taking peanut butter cups and making peanut butter cup cereal, Oreo cereal, uh, every candy bar you can think of. They're turning it into a fucking cereal now, and it's just like okay, we just gave up. I made the mistake of um, for. For our football party, I always bring a thing of baked mac and cheese. And to make them baked mac and cheese, you need to get milk. Well, I never have milk in the house. Yeah. And I go to the store, and of course, they don't sell milk like in a tiny thing anymore. So I had to buy like a, you know, the smallest one they had of, you know, vitamin D milk. And I got it. So now I got this thing of milk. I only need like two cups out of it. <laughs> And I got this thing of milk, and I'm like, well, I don't want to throw it away. I don't really, I don't really don't drink milk. I guess I could, but whatever. So then I was at the store the other day, saying, you know what? I'll get some cereal. I haven't had cereal in a long time. 
So I went old school. I got Golden Grams. That's what I used to eat when I was at my grandma's all the time. And Golden, they, They've changed Golden they, Grams. Golden Grams. That tastes pretty good to me with some ice-cold milk is good. But I'll tell you what. I had that bowl of Golden Grams, and it was delicious going down. Yeah. But about 20 minutes later, I felt kind of funky because I think it was just a sugar rush, you know? And I was like, oh, wow. I you feel sure? Kinda... Oh, you, oh, you mean like I didn't know if it was like stomach issues. Or no, 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 no. I, I, I don't have that much problem with dairy. Yeah. I used to. They, yeah. they used to not have an issue with it, and then like now I have to get lactose free shit. Like, ch- like it's weird. Cheese doesn't seem to be a huge issue for me. All goes into getting older. But no, full, well, no that's full my, circle. No, that was my gallbladder coming out. Oh, was it? Uh, oh, yeah. and then. Uh, but now I have to get lactose free milk in order to get. Oh, it pissed me off because cereal is like one of my favorite things on earth. And like not being able to eat it was making me mad. Yeah. The thing that sucks though more than anything, and I don't know if I've brought this up on here, is I can't eat regular ice cream. I have to get like coconut ice cream or whatever. Oh, really? And what pisses me off about that is nobody fucking has that shit. Nobody like you know like Sonic, coconut milk. You know, yeah, like Sonic oh. has regular ice cream. Dairy Queen has regular about, ice yeah, cream. If you need to go to so, yeah, that shit is a restaurant. Gone. I have to go to the fucking store and get it. That's it. Yeah. Period. Nothing else. And they make shit that I can have, and it's great, but. It fucking pisses me off because no, I want a fucking blizzard. You know, it's like goddamn. Yeah. You got to do that coconut ice cream blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was. Like, gl- we have a coconut blizzard, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'm glad that like the like the coffee places I go to, they have coconut milk and like, other no, shit like that. You're like, no, your ice cream is coconut. It's like, yeah, we put coconut in there. It's like, no, it has to be made from coconut milk. We got. We got the milk. We don't got the ice cream <laughs> going through. Uh, you're God. saying it. You're cracking up, and I'm just having flashbacks to working at Dairy Queen and that being an issue. Oh, you 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 were on the other end. You were, yeah. you were working at Dairy Queen. I was trying to explain to them. No, we do not have any lactose-free products that you can have. Oh well. Or the people who come in there be like, I have a peanut allergy. Can you guarantee peanuts didn't touch anything that you're going to make for me? And I'm like, no. You like, can't. You're like, lady, I got peanuts all over my hands yeah. right now. No, I was like, I, no, I can't. There's literally a fucking sign right in the window that says, we cannot guarantee this. Mm. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you this so you can turn around and sue the shit out of us. <laughs> you're like, right next to that, though, you've got like just a, just a bowl full of EpiPens. Like, we're ready to take yeah. care of you. I, that's something I never understood. People would come in here and be like, I have an, aller- uh, you know, uh, I have an allergy to whatever. Yeah. And they'd be like, so can you make this for me? I'm going to be honest. If I knew I had a food allergy that – I, I would be scared out of my mind to allow anybody to make my food for me unless I knew them. Or I knew it was a particular product that would never come close to being with whatever. I'm not going to go to Dairy Queen and tell them I have a chocolate allergy because, let's be real, chocolate is fucking touching everything in that fucking place. It is weird. I, I'm the same way if I – you know I, I like a lot of different stuff. But if I was allergic and they were like, oh, you know, we can go to – you know, like you're saying, you're you're allergic, to, or if you're allergic to chocolate, I just pass on Dairy Queen. I would not go into Dairy Queen and and just pick apart the menu until I got what I want. I just be like, ah, fuck it, I'll get something else. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's not, especially if it's an allergy that like, oh, might die. You yeah, know? like no, yeah, no, my throat closed up. Yeah, shit. I'm, yeah, I'm allergic to peanuts, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go down the Snickers aisle. Oh, I'd be <laughs> I'd be so fucking. Oh my god, you imagine like things like peanuts. That's the kind of shit that'd scare the shit out of me. I'd be afraid somebody like well, they'd fuck up my food. Mm. Or somebody wanted to murder me and just throw or, some peanuts or you, in my food. Or, you know, you get through that blizzard, that coconut blizzard, and there's one peanut that somehow Which can happen. Up. Yeah. yeah. You would know. You were on the front lines no, of Dairy Queen. can happen. There could be a coconut – or, excuse me, a you're, peanut in the coconut. You were in the, you were in the Normandy of Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, the Normandy. You stormed the beach of Dairy Queen. Yeah. I stormed – yes, that's or, – or were, or were you the, on the Nazi side <laughs> trying to blow everybody away with a machine gun? In the beginning, no. But at the end, at the yes. End, you, yes. At the so end, you like, became the Dairy Queen Nazi. Yeah, I was like, everybody must die. They were all like they, – they go to the window. I was like, can I get a peanut buster perfect? Nine! <laughs> yes. Nine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that fucking place. 
Like people, I had to be that way when people like when, it's at our one new point, segment Dairy Queen Nightmares. <laughs> when people wanted M and M's on hi, a Sunday, I'm, hi, I'm Freddy Krueger, and I had to welcome explain, to Dairy Queen Nightmares. <laughs> I had to explain the logic of why I couldn't give somebody M and M's on their Sunday, and it, I was like, if we put M and M's on everything, no one would ever buy blizzards because they could just get M and M's on other shit, and we don't make as much money, you know. So I wouldn't tell customers that shit because you know, but I tell the employees that's why you don't do it. And also, it was just against the rules. I had a guy that like leaned over and balled up his fist, and he was a massive guy. And I thought, this dude is going to punch me through the fucking window. And I think the only thing that saved me is I just looked at him and said, man, you can't get mad at me for doing my job. I'm just doing my job. And he just like – he gave me this like, you're right. And then he leaned back and then just took whatever he got. Were you ever glad that – I mean, I'm sure you were – that your Dairy Queen wasn't like a brazzer that made like the chili dogs and the – Oh, no. We did do chili dogs at one point. Oh, did you? I hated the shit. Really hated it because like you had like you had, to, you had we had to guess how many hot dogs to make because because uh, you could only keep them for so long before they'd go bad. I mean, honestly, we'd see, secretly sit there and hope like, oh, I hope these motherfuckers make it to the fucking ninety minute mark because I'm gonna eat them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I hated it because you never knew one day or the next like you know like is this shit gonna be enough for the fucking lunch rush. Then after I left, they apparently had sandwiches and shit, and no one ever bought them. Oh, really? I was like, wait a minute. Dairy Queen has sandwiches. The Dairy Queen that is literally right across the parking lot from uh, uh, a fucking Good Sense, and right around the corner from a Subway, and across the street from a Jimmy John's. Sandwiches. So like, sandwiches, were they making like deli-style sandwiches? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like it didn't go over very well, and I guess they said like, fuck this, we're not doing this shit. And, I never knew that. I just thought you guys, you know, would do the burger kind of thing. No, you know, we and didn't. The, and the chicken fingers no, and chili that, dogs That store that I was at didn't have room for all that stuff. Hot dogs, we had like this booster microwave thing that like cooked them super fucking fast. And so that's why we were able to do like that shit. Was the chili, was it just like the greasy meat chili? No, it was like, I mean, it had meat and stuff in it, and it wasn't really greasy. I don't know what it was it came in some can but dude it was by far the best fucking chili sauce i've ever had in my life remember um remember on uh don't tell mom the babysitter's dead and the guy worked for clown dog Mm -hmm. and he did it and i was like i I remember watching that i was like actually i know that chili looks nasty but But, i bet it's delicious i bet that shit is good no the chili sauce they had was like by far some of the best i'd ever tasted in my life like people used to come there to get it and they would fucking point out like this is good that dairy queen on the east side of town when they had those chili cheese dogs were good but i only i really only think it was good because their chili was like greasy like <laughs> gross hormel chili and sometimes that stuff is good like on a hot dog yeah it could have honestly it could have been like that shit i yeah. just never knew cuz our shit came in like a blank ass can that said chili dog whatever <laughs> and- had Dairy Queen's logo generic on it. Stuff, oh yeah. yeah, some of it was. It'd be like, it, like it was. It'd be like peanut butter, super generic. It looked like the shit you see like in people's like uh, uh, underground bunkers. Do you where- think Dairy Queen? You know, they were they getting? Do they have like a Dairy Queen farm where they milk the cows and then like the cow dies and they're like, oh, here's our hot dog, and they just <laughs> throw the cow, cow in a grinder and they, <laughs> then they put the hot dogs in a can. I would like to imagine so. I, I know that's not the case. It all but, yeah. comes from one giant Dairy, Dairy <laughs> Queen farm. Yeah, I was always kind of like confused by how all that worked anyway at Dairy Queen because like they're like it's Dairy Queen, they have their own kind of it's not ice cream. They're not legally allowed to call it ice cream because it doesn't have enough fat. But it's come, oh really? But it comes from but our ours came from Roberts Dairy. So I was oh, like, so yeah. Roberts Dairy makes the mix for the ice cream. So I'm like, so I'm sitting there thinking like, did they contract it out with them? I'm like, mm. how did this work? Because it's not really Dairy Queen. Yeah, well, yeah, it's bewildering. Only on American Zero will you get some hot. Dairy Queen, Queen talk. Yeah. Yep. 
Not Dairy Queen Talk. Yeah. All right. Where are we at on time? I don't know. <laughs> 50 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't got nothing good. I do have another issue just real quick I'm going to talk about. I... I delivered these flyers at work the other day, and it was for uh, it was for AC units. And their big selling point was that they had infrared lights in there that would kill COVID on contact when it got sucked into your AC. And I, since this pandemic, have never heard of anybody contracting COVID through the air conditioning. Yeah, I don't understand that part of it. That's why I wonder if, like, the the actual purpose of it is, is, like, once it's in your home, like, the idea is that, like, if you come in my house with COVID, like, maybe the infrared is, like, killing anything, like, say, surfaces and, and that kind of stuff or in the air. But it's but it's in the it's in the unit yeah. on the outside. Oh, no, no, no. So it's not it's not like a like an infrared light in your house. It's no, the, it's it's inside oh. the unit. So, like, when the air is getting pulled in to cool your house, it's in there in the fan. Maybe. And it's burning up COVID. But I was like, but I felt like the only way you could catch COVID that way is if someone just happened to have COVID and maybe spit into your air conditioning. But that's what I was getting at. Maybe what you don't understand (laughs) is there's been a wide epidemic of people just breathing next to people's air conditioners to get them sick. I'm going to get this motherfucker. But it was was a big selling point. And I laughed at work because I was like, I don't know how real that is. That sounds fishy to me. But if this is their way to like juice up their advertising, but like, hey, man. You can get your house COVID-free right now. But the only thing I could think of is that maybe stuff that comes through the return air vent is what it's like working on. Could be. I that, don't that know. It'd have to be. And even know. then, I don't know how. I, I, I just wonder if that selling technique worked for them. I wonder it, it, if it has to be a scare tactic. Man. That's what I'm, I'm like. I wonder if their sales went through the roof or just everybody just ignore it and go, that sounds stupid. Because <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, that sounds stupid. Yeah, no, I just kind of feel like if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. I'm not going to buy a uh, special – like we were talking earlier about infrared lights. Like what does my house turn into fucking entrapment? Mm-hmm. And I'm like doing I'm, – you know, I'm doing the weird uh, capoeira dances around all the laser beams in my house. No, yeah. 100%. You know? I would love to come over and see it. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean I guess it would be good actually. Like what is it, the end of Ocean's 12 when that guy's dancing around all the beams to get the Fabergé egg? That shit is so stupid. Like, like that whole scene where he like – he practices dance moves so he can – maneuver through these like what they random randomly programmed laser beams and i'm just like oh fuck off with this shit that was like i didn't hate that movie but that was a moment where i was just like oh fuck this shit so stupid i will say one of the best laser beam moments even though it's a movie i don't like is in resident evil when when the laser beams coming down the hallway waffles the dude yeah i always like when people get waffled by beams and that movie sucked (laughs) And his hate, his face just kind of slid off. Yeah. I always enjoy that. It was stuff. entertaining. It was it was surprising. Is what I mean. You knew the guy was going to get like cut. Like obviously he was going to die because he was beating the, the the computer. But then like I wasn't expecting it to just be like this whole waffle thing. The only thing that sucked though is that they didn't full on show him like fall to pieces. It was like a blurry off to the side. Yeah, kind of yeah. Shot. I was like, oh, you're going to go that far. You need to go all in. It's fucking Resident Evil. I know. It's uh, the, the the video games are rated R, man. Just go for it. Also, oh, speaking of that, you see Carnage, uh, the new Venom Carnage is going to be rated PG-13, and everybody's up in arms about it. <laughs> like I thought, like, that Carn- it also got delayed to like next year. And I, think. I thought, and I thought Carnage was, was supposed- no, that was a rumor. I thought Carnage was supposed to be this big, bad, bloody killer guy, you know, and it's PG-13. <sighs> yeah. I've never understood, like, I, I guess I have, there's there's a degree in which I'm like, okay, I can see how PG-13 can hinder a movie, but for the most part, I'm like, eh, that doesn't mean it's going to suck. The, the, to be honest, 
I think there's just as much of a chance of a movie sucking because it's R because people feel the need to insert shit into it that didn't need to be there. I mean, like it could go either like, way. Maybe go overly violent. Yes, like, yeah. like, like, like it, it just they could go either way. It could be bad either way. If you got the right people making the goddamn thing, I mean, they can make it good. That that's what it comes down to. It ain't the fucking rating. It's the people making the movie. Fucking. I nerds. think a lot of PG thirteen stuff though has to do with money, and it can get more people. Oh, that's the exactly no, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean. One hundred percent. It's like you get a bigger audience. Although we have proven, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, Joker proved that. Nope, you can still cross the billion dollar line with an R rated movie if you do it right, or you get the people hyped up enough to go see it. Depending on your opinion of that movie, I had a high opinion of that movie until I watched King of Comedy, and that's when my opinion of that movie went because I realized that the Joker movie is 100% basically a fucking taxi driver and king of comedy ripoff to a T. Like, oh, really? To a point there's stuff that I'm like, this is exactly like this. I like Joker, but I thought it was a bit overrated. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's where I always stood on. Everybody's like, it's amazing. It's really good and all that, all this stuff. And I rented it when it came out and I watched it and I thought, ah, it's all right. I mean, I was entertained, but I wasn't like, holy shit, this is fantastic. Yeah, it, no, once I, I mean, saw it. I mean, all I mean, all I could think about was Heath Ledger and how much he just blew everybody out of the water as the Joker, and I don't think anybody will ever compete against him. It, it was that a Scorsese ripoff, one hundred percent. I was done. I was like, nope. I the, it totally just ruined. Like, once I watched it, it ruined it for me. I was like, nope, mm. not buying it no more. Well, there you go. All right. You know what's weird? We started with Little Shop of Horrors, and we ended with Joker. A lot of green and red themes going on in those movies. It was on purpose. Was it? I don't know. I had no idea we were talking about any of this shit. That's how the human mind works, man. Uh, Yeah. You know know what makes your human mind? You're giving me a whole lot of stuff that I got nothing for today. You know what makes your human mind even sharper? By staying clean and staying focused. And don't get dead that doesn't make any goddamn sense but well whatever. you could have done something with that and, and not getting dead and not getting dead <laughs> yeah that'll keep your mind fresh <laughs> i fucking suck <laughs>